Even though I have a very regular cycle, I'm notoriously bad at keeping track of my period. And so every month is like a really fun surprise, even though I've been getting my period for a very long time. So yesterday I felt like shit, which is why I didn't want to record. Um, My back hurt and I felt like I got run over by a truck and I was like, what is wrong with me? And then today I also felt bad and was starting to feel worse, like in the lower back area. And I was like, hold on a sec. Wait let me let me search on Twitter for the last time I tweeted about getting my period. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I keep track of my period. And the last time I tweeted about it was could one of my partners keep track of my period? <laughs> Please, because I am so bad at it. That's a fun <laughs> little. That's going to be a fun little ARG. If you're a longtime fan, like Ew. you, you could keep track, track of Kate's periods because <laughs> she can't do it. Welcome to Fangs for the Memories, the only Buffy podcast run by a band of anarchist freaks, too backward for the real world. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yay! They're finally talking to us. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yep. I'm Kate. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, or they, them, and I'm in the Hellmouth of South Philadelphia. And here's my co-host. Here's your co-host, <laughs> Leslie. I'm Leslie. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I am in the Hellmouth of Boston, Massachusetts. Woo! And we have a wonderful <laughs> guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, how's it going? My name is uh, Tony, uh, he, him, and I am in the Inland Empire, California. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. Nice. I'm stoked to talk uh, uh, anar- anarchist uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is like this episode has everything. We can talk about um, sexual binaries, uh, <laughs> monogamy, <laughs> anarchism. We have a lot. Yeah, witchcraft. we have a lot on the on the agenda. Yeah. Um, but we we like to start with some vibes. So um, yes, just kind of a rundown of how you're doing this week, or if anything really exciting happened. Um, I know it's only Tuesday, but does anyone have anything <laughs> they want to talk about? Has ever happened on a Tuesday? <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I am literally just in stasis until. Uh, uh, Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom drops on Friday or technically Thursday at midnight or whatever. Nice. <laughs> I'm so excited for that video game, even though I'm probably going to hate it like I did its predecessor, Breath of the Wild. Um, I don't like that video game, wow. but I play it a lot. I have 100%ed it uh, four times. Damn. Don't like that video game. <laughs> clearly, clearly so, you hate that video game. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy Leslie it. Leslie hates but... so many games that they play all the way through multiple times. I can't explain it. I I like to. I'm, I must be a masochist. I like to punish myself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. Nice. Don't talk to me until after at least like Monday night. Okay. Then I will so are you like just finish the game? You're just sort of saving all your energy. <laughs> I'm saving all my energy for fucking 
hydrated Ganondorf. Okay. Oh my God, have you nice. seen him? I have oh not. Oh my God. He... <laughs> I haven't because I don't know anything <laughs> about anything. Oh Lord, Tony, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, I, I have. I have not seen anything from. I'm looking it up right now because I haven't seen anything from the new game. Oh my God! So the official art of Ganondorf for Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, he his massive mommy milkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit! Like I'm, I'm pretty much like sex repulsed, asexual. Like I don't, I'm not interested in in dating anybody or any of that. But like. I would literally die between his tits. Wow. I well, you might. Like, literally. Yeah, <laughs> I literally. might. Yeah, that might be, yeah, part of his uh, his storyline. I don't know. I know I know. this is, like, a not a not visual, uh, you know, aid that we're doing here, but um, I do have my, – my body type is Ganondorf. Oh, okay. That is, that is I'm, well, I, am, I am built – You heard it I'm here, I'm built like folks. Ganondorf. I've, I've been told that before. Oh, shit. Hey, Hello. if you look like Ganondorf. Hey, if you want to get call me. I'm a, I'm a, uh, a, a, a busty, a busty. He's man. a thick boy, like yeah, thick boy. He's, yeah, he's a yeah. thick boy. I love Real it. caked up, yeah. It's <laughs> like Mothman. <laughs> yeah, just like Mothman. Um, I'm like a nerd of many things, but not video games. And today, when you were talking about it, I thought you said Gandalf. <laughs> I'm fully a dumbass and I was like, whoa, Gandalf with mommy milkers. That's like that meme. That is yeah, that is also a meme <laughs> where Gandalf has like yeah. a huge rack, like perfect gl- globular. It's, that one makes boobies. me very upset. I love it. I don't like that one. <laughs> it, it's one it's one of the ones you can't take your eyes off of for sure. It's true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like looking at a car crash. Do you think Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, has seen that? Oh, for mm, sure. Yeah, because he was in cats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he has a sense of humor. So he's a freak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he like, oh, you know, he, he he is and hangs out with like theater people, you know, and theater people were once theater kids, you know? Yeah. 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 Hello. Yeah. You're you're talking to one. You're yeah, very yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I was talking about this. Okay. So were were you you were, were you were you just theater or were you theater and choir or just theater? Yes. Okay, cuz <laughs> yeah. Cause, Choir yep. people are always theater people, but theater people are not always choir people. That's Ooh, true. Okay. Yeah, that's and, I, true. and um, there's something mm-hmm. about choir people for sure. That's always a, yeah, that's always a thing. Like, yeah, shout out, shout out to my choir folks. I mean, I was never in it, but I definitely <laughs> hung out with them. Yeah, we're yeah, we're 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 a freak bunch. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was a choir person too, um, until I realized that I'm actually like a total introvert and don't like people and then i turned into the tech person mm. yeah <laughs> the props so about how many like beautiful voices the tech industry has i know opened, you know i now i just sing at karaoke yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i just couldn't be on stage i couldn't do it i wasn't made Aww. i wasn't made for the stage i'm happy that you know that and because some some people never did figure that part out and I'm it's happy true yeah, you that's know, that's very true. Embrace oh yeah. I didn't have the um I think I like so I, you know, I was in a lot of theater and it was very funny because I in like elementary school and high school I have always been a terrible actor, but I'm a really good singer and a pretty good dancer and so parts were rewritten for me. And I think <laughs> I thought that that's how it would be like for life. And then as I started getting older, I realized, 
no, they're not going to do that for you on Broadway or something. Right. Um, so it's time to retire, Kate. And Aww. so I did. Yeah. It's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> I do think that's bullshit. I do think that more people should have rewritten roles for you, though. I, I mean. I think so, too. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe late. You know, I was thinking, like, it would be fun later in life to get into, like, community theater. Um, like, as a retiree, that'd be super fun. Does do, does your community have like a cool like little community? I mean, theater? I live in Philly, so not oh, really. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You got but plenty, like, if yeah. I moved, I guess if I ever moved to like a small town, maybe there would be like some cool. <laughs> if you wanted to drive like to Allentown, maybe. Yeah, I bet there's like a suburban theater <laughs> that I could join because I'm definitely not good enough for like the Walnut. Our community theater would be like the Walnut Street Theater, which is like and they're one all like step sag. down from Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, they're all fucking sad. They got their yeah. sad cards. Like Imagine if I just walked yeah. in like, hello! I'm just in it for the love of the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, let's see. What are my... So my vibes, I guess, are... Um, I have the week off. I got my period. <laughs> <laughs> um and tomorrow so important yes tomorrow my uh partner um uh, jeremy and i are gonna go to bombay hook delaware to look at birds and we're very more exciting more birds Hell it's yeah. bird time baby the warblers it's, are back it is the bird season man i it I is was just, i was just i went to the dentist today um and i was I'm coming sorry. home from the dentist yeah i know trust me <laughs> um but i was coming home from the dentist and as i opened my door like my my um you know my door where i live <laughs> <laughs> the door yes <laughs> the door i live um all these birds were singing and i was like man if i was one of those people that actually like liked spring i would be so in my element right now <laughs> yeah i was woken up by a robin at four o'clock in the morning a couple days ago fuck that no yeah. thank you are you like a, as an allergy thing? Is that your beef with spring? Uh, my beef with spring is that like it makes people go outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm not into that. I like yeah. winter, yeah, because no, then everybody else is that. in their homes. So yeah. when I'm outside, I don't see as many people. <laughs> You're the star of your own winter musical. I am. I'm in my own fucking Hallmark. Mark Lucas is starring yeah. in my Hallmark romance rom-com marcus blucas aka <laughs> riley who's the king of hallmark movies now oh that's funny totally i know he's got a good career going yeah his imdb pages is, is uh, Chock uh who's that of <laughs> hallmark movies yeah um tony how are your vibes um my vibes are actually pretty excellent today nice uh, uh, i've had this like ongoing stressor in my life which is my refrigerator um it like <laughs> it like stopped working well that, for a long that time. is very stressful That's the worst. Um, and it was like Ooh. my second used refrigerator in like two years so i like had to get like I, I was like i have to get a new one now i have to just like finance a refrigerator mm-hmm. and it took like two weeks and i it, it came this morning yay um, so for the first time in a while i'm drinking like an actually cold Lacroix right now <gasps> yes um, oh, it's man. not just because everything was just above like just below tepid and yeah. like vegetables would keep for like <laughs> just, half as long as they're supposed to. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, so I'm just mm-hmm. so happy to have cold drinks 
and uh, veggies that will last longer than two days. So uh, <laughs> yes. it's going to be Did a huge like- um, relief of like this. It's just been this overbearing, just like this extra stress weighing over me for like for fucking like three weeks now. Just thinking like, oh, I got to eat all the kale because the kale will not last more than 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Absolutely. Just never going away. So I'm happy to have that. And I'm, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good day today. What, yes. uh, what what model are you rocking now? Is it like new new or is it just new to you? It's like new new. And what sucks Ooh. is when you have to get it, like when you get like a new new one, I had, I got, I qualified for the old, the old Best Buy credit card. Hell Ooh. yeah. <laughs> same, same they, they have like their, their company that like has a bunch of, the reason why guys has a bunch of like secret warranties. Mm. It's called, it's the Insignia, which is their, like their appliance company. And it's just like an 18, I think it's 18 quart is what they call it. Or 18, no, 18 cubic feet. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 18, okay. <laughs> 18 quarts is like, it's not, I was like, not, that's, not I, think that's yeah, small. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's small. <laughs> that's Little, small. <laughs> uh, the, the stainless steel model was on sale. So nice. The stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Know, we're feeling real fancy. We're feeling That's a no, fancy upgrade. Yeah. No bells and whistles, steel. but it looks so much better than the one I had before. That looks yeah. awful. It had. You got um, the French doors? No, it's just the top the top freezer. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. The one I had before was um I didn't realize it. I got it from like my my aunt's like garage type. Uh. You know? <laughs> every every aunt or uncle has a a garage refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. They keep they keep their fish bait and their bud lights in. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, and, a bite. It, it, it I think that's it depending on your it depends yeah. on your proclivities, but yeah. <laughs> It was it was nothing but nothing but uh but drinks in the, in this one amazing sure. mm-hmm. and um it was like black and I didn't realize it was black because it was painted in chalkboard paint. Uh, <laughs> that's such an old hilarious a, trend. Yeah, that oh. was such a popular thing to do in like twenty twelve. Yep. Oh my yep. god! The thing about chalkboard paint is it feels terrible. So, it like, does. I hated, like I hated having to touch my refrigerator. It was yeah. Awful. Anything that's like um like frosted glass or chalkboard it's just the worst oh i'm like feeling it right now it's horrible i could see that (laughs) you would have a very very uncomfortable relationship yeah so bad (laughs) yeah like having a um a deeply traumatic relationship with your refrigerator is bad (laughs) <laughs> and like I like love my refrigerator. I like love my kitchen. I do a whole lot of cooking. Cooking is yeah. kind of like my thing. And um so nice. I was like really hating my hating everything. And it was just like <laughs> and it was just like deteriorating, just spreading from the broken refrigerator like a like a virus and uh and, and, <laughs> and everything just feels so much better today. It spoils the the experience of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh good. Yeah, so I hope I'm, you I'm get to cook something really good later. Yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna. What was we're the first nice thing that you later. put in there? Um, well, uh, <laughs> just because I had. Wait, to, like, what did you christen your new refrigerator <laughs> with? I had to like make some decisions on what was in the old refrigerator, you know. So a yeah, lot of stuff yeah, got yeah. thrown away. Um, and the only thing that really made the transfer over was like, um, like three packs of tofu, of uh, <laughs> extra from tofu, um, some veggie dino nuggets. Nice. Hell yeah, son. Yes, I love um, it. And then like uh, a bunch of Lacroix, and that's and oh, and some broccoli <laughs> that I got last night. And that was, I like that. Really, Starting fresh. That's a really bunch all that's of in. Lacroix. And it's cool looking at my fridge, thinking to myself, like, okay, anything disgusting that happens in this fridge from here on out, that's my fault. 
It is. It's on you. Yeah, I'm you okay can't with be that. like, my aunt yeah. left that shit in the back yeah. of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, my aunt was disgusting. I don't know her deal was. <laughs> oh, God. The weird things. I have a, um, we have a kombucha uh, scoby in the back of the fridge, and that uh-huh. is truly one of the grossest things that could oh, be in the Lord. back of the fridge. And it, I forget what it is from time to time. It is, it's such a scary creature. <laughs> so scary. So, so my my apartment. I am the I am the oldest tenant in my apartment right now. Okay. Um, and so when I went through my fridge, I had to go through. I'm talking like seven years worth of other people that have lived oh, here. Oh no! Wow. And I that wanted sucks. like to start fresh, and like I had a new roommate, and I was like, I don't want them to think that all of this shit is mine. So I went through. Yeah. I, and I I documented this on Twitter. Um, last year when, when this happened, but like I went through our refrigerator, our refrigerator and it was like, everything had an expiration date of like pre pandemic. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) holy shit, this is so nasty. (laughs) Like this was like Obama presidency. Oh no. Old. And I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't be seen with this. That's so so bad. That Ew. that was the biggest casualty in my fridge is um so like I, I I like to bake a lot and I had I've had like a, the same sourdough starter for like oh yeah but you keep years. feeding it though so it's not well no right? I, I I what I would do is I would keep it in the fridge and and I would feed it once a week, and um uh the oh, fridge broke fridge on a Monday like the day oh, after no. I fed it and it, it, it oh, died no. it died after I tried everything and um it was like seven years old so cruel <laughs> yeah like i i there was a while where um where like my only job was like running a cottage bakery out of my my place for a while like on that yeah. starter and like now all those <laughs> all those memories are gone but it's okay oh, we're, it's, it, it's, it, we're, you're we're gonna doing start it, a fresh a start that's what we're doing yeah rising from the ashes like a new moon rising yeah, there exactly. we go. That's what i did <gasps> exactly <laughs> that was so good of a segue. Thank you, thank you. So good. I never great. have a, I never have a segue, but I yeah, was we're like, usually just like, oh, we're gonna anyways. do it. Um, which I called bad mood rising yesterday, and Leslie was which like, really oh, did I watch the re- the wrong episode? No, no, <laughs> nope. They're the same. I'm wrong. They're the same. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, that episode does not exist. It would probably be right. Good, the bad moon rising. <laughs> um. So. Okay, so I'm gonna I um I'm the keeper of the wiki and I'm gonna read the <laughs> synopsis for New Moon Rising, uh, written by Marty Knoxon, directed by James Contner, who I don't I don't know who that is. Contner. Um, Contner. Yeah. Uh, Willow and her friends are stunned when Oz returns to Sunnydale, claiming he still loves Willow and has his full moon frolics under control. <laughs> Meanwhile, Willow tries to sort out her feelings for Oz and finally tells Buffy about her new relationship with Tara. But when the moon sets, a transformed Oz is captured by the initiative and an unlikely source breaks his alliance to come to the rescue. Oh, man. Yeah. Is this the episode that gave you every emotion? Yes. Is that what you were I... referring to? Yeah, so I tweeted about how, like, I went through so many emotions in the span of, like, nine minutes. The first mm-hmm. nine minutes of this episode is is just a lot. There yeah. is a lot, yeah. There's a it's lot a good, going on. It's a great episode. I mean, I disagree 
with a lot of it, but like there's yeah. a lot going on. It's a really good episode to like come in on because like I haven't I haven't revisited Buffy in a very long time. Yeah. So Tony, do you want to tell us about your like relationship with Buffy? Yeah. Well, that's what's funny about so I I remember watching it like as a kid. My dad okay. really liked it. Ah. Um. Uh. And so my dad was watching, and I would watch it with him. And so it's funny because when I was watching it then, and I even remember watching it a little bit again as like a teenager, mm-hmm. I was still watching these people who were older than me. Right. You know, and right. now, you know, I'm 36 years old now. And so now I'm watching these like dumbass kids. Exactly. Be little <laughs> fucking idiots. And um, and be like just real awful. <laughs> and it's, it, it's just so funny watching that perspective. Uh, having that perspective shift on it, but it was it really like I said checked a lot of boxes off for me because I kind of forgot about just how like ridiculous and amazing this whole show is. Yeah, and it's like a good episode because Oz is a great character, and um, I feel like whenever like a lot went missing like when he left, um, but I think yeah, I mean the, the well my big issue of course because of course, is, like, forcing <laughs> Willow into this, like, binary that, like, oh, now she's a lesbian. Like, she's yeah. not bisexual. She's not, like, she couldn't possibly be interested in both of them. Like, she made her decision, and she's like, I'm gay. <laughs> no, yeah. Oz. Um, and then of also turning Oz, who's, like, such a great, sweet, guy into kind of like a jealous shithead was a yeah I, I i didn't know him at all so this is a bad this is a bad introduction oh I, yeah I forgot, this is oh, a bad no. introduction for this character yeah he's, like, a, he's generally a little asshole a, in this episode yeah and he was a really good guy like their relationship was um like excellent communication for like teenagers like they really told each other like what they were feeling they gave each other space um so like for him to come back supposedly like fixed Mm -hmm. quote unquote of like being a werewolf which was something that like um willow never asked him to fix Like, it was not something that she required of him. Yeah, she would have been totally happy just, like, chaining him up once a month or whatever. Yeah, so that was, like, the the arrangement that um, everyone knew he was a werewolf and Willow and um, friends would chain him up uh, first in the library and then when the high school blew up later in some sort of, uh, like, mausoleum, I guess. But like, I guess, yeah. yeah, but it was just sort of like a done deal. Like, oh, you know, it's the full moon. He turns into a werewolf for like yeah. three days and like, whatever. Now he's fine again. Um, And like, yeah, he decided that it had to change and came back supposedly fixed and ends up actually being worse than worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was a bummer. Um, Also. Uh, I had this thought because they're all they're all together in Giles' uh, house, mm-hmm. and then he just opens the door. <laughs> Why would he just open Giles' door without knocking? There's it is kind of weird. Of opening just doors without no... knocking in this episode. There's yeah. a lot of that. People just coming and going. Like boundaries mean nothing to people. Like that's very like sitcommy. Yeah, you know, like Seinfeld. Very, like, I understand like the dramatic effect, but like 
why wouldn't you knock? Oz, it made no sense to me. Yeah. Holy shit. Especially when that night's a full moon. And if I right. see Oz, I know it's a full moon. I might be like, whoa, Oz, we got to chain you up, my guy. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I- I think it was a I think it was a smart move to to have like a line because Oz does say to um to Willow like you must have stopped like tracking my cycle or whatever speaking of <laughs> yeah, periods, yeah. speaking like... of cycles Oz is Oz has his period yeah Oz yeah and so like he makes her look up at the moon and it's like full and she's like oh shit what happened like however Willow is a witch. <laughs> Willow is tracking the moon all the time for like supposedly all the time. So it was kind of funny that he's like, I guess you don't track the moon anymore. And it's like, oh, yeah, witches never do that. They don't. (laughs) They don't like famously track the moon. (laughs) That that did make me think later on that maybe she was just being trendy. And, uh, you know, that kind of worried me. Uh (laughs) I shook my faith in Willow. I love that. Like, um. Yeah, like in this episode and the next one, Wiccan is just shorthand for bisexual or lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, oh, whatever you're doing. Yeah, like, oh, like, I didn't okay. know you dabbled in that sort of thing. Now Willow. Or like ever since Willow dabbled in it, she's changed. Yeah. It's like she just needed, like, just pussy made her totally different. I mean, I mean, who's among us, you know? I mean, fair. Yeah, sometimes, you know. <laughs> Just that's all you need. Um. The allegories are kind of, uh, sometimes they're a little vague and you're worried they're not doing what they're doing, but sometimes yeah. they are doing exactly sometimes that. Sometimes they are literally like, beat you over the head. Yeah. Like, right. please, <laughs> the horse is down. You don't need to keep doing this. Right. You're like, we get it. She's a Wiccan. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually funny though because her friends like there is not a there's no ounce of gaydar between them face was the only one who like who, saw like, anything <laughs> but immediately like, was like oh yeah they're all just like oh she doesn't have a new guy she's been holding hands with this woman constantly and going over to her house every night so i i did want to talk about that because they're uh an episode or two back, you Kate, you asked uh, us like, do you think Tara and Willow have like been intimate? Yes, and I said no way. I know, and Mike and I said definitely, and I think yeah. I might have been wrong. I think I might have been wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. I think I might have been wrong. Oh, okay. Like the the way that Tara and Willow behave towards each other in this episode makes me think, hell yeah, they were like tripping so hard. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> I mean, like, maybe, but, like, even at the, you know, when they do, when this, they do, like, this episode ends, I was, I I know maybe it was just too early in TV, but I thought they would have been, like, maybe hinted towards a kiss more or something like that, because it wasn't even that. It was just like, oh, we're going to hang out more. Yeah. They they literally told each other, I love you. Yeah. And and not so much as a smooch. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least I I was thinking there was going to be, like, at least, like, something, a more, like, I don't know, suggestive hug. I don't know how to explain that but there was a way to make this way gayer and they didn't yeah do it. oh definitely yeah. i felt like the blowing out the candle was like the signal that they were then gonna bone yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right though leslie because the part that was like almost i was like oh my god that's filthy is like 
Oz smells yep. Willow all yeah. over Tara. All over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is She's like... all over you. Do you even know that? Do you... Si- sick. But like, kind of amazing. So like, yeah, maybe they were up to something earlier. <laughs> it, like, was, it was her sweater too, right? Yeah. Because that, that was like the whole thing is that was like the dog in him, right? It was like, oh, I can't. I can't help but notice that you smell like her and you're wearing her sweater. Right, yeah. right. And then he becomes a literal dog. Yeah. He's like <laughs> It's still funny to watch a a grown stunt man <laughs> in a in a suit like run on all yep. fours. Like you don't you obviously don't look like a wolf or a dog. You just no. look like a, a weird man in a suit. <laughs> and then the funniest part is like when they're like running around the um the big classroom and <laughs> she throws she, a chair she throws a chair and he jumps right into it so he like knocks himself out yeah first of all that chair is like 3 pounds maximum yeah like not enough to knock somebody out and then yeah he jumps head first into the chair and then is immediately out cold yeah i'm just like no i don't buy this yeah like, that was rough because, like, I had a moment too where, because there's a there's a fight earlier where Buffy does her Buffy thing, and you know, of course she has some like super strength kind of yeah yeah. Um, but then I was like, I I, I was kind of like, oh, or is everybody weak in this universe? Because it was a pretty <laughs> easy like takedown. It was way too easy. Um, but the transformation was so fucking good. Um, that I I like rewound it and definitely recorded my screen and sent it to uh, Alexander who I, I do my, my show with because yeah. we share with each other. And I'm like, I forgot how fucking great Buffy was. And we're both just like, <laughs> bring back practical effects. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, so for good. sure. Yeah. It's that shit mm-hmm. so good. It's so fun. Yeah, when he, like, starts changing and he's like, run. Run, it's pretty yeah. Scary. He, yeah, and it's like, poor you know. Tara is always yeah. being put through the ring. Yeah, she's been chased by a lot of shit. I don't know if I would put up with that much just for uh for a good, you know. I'm especially not like doing this for like somebody who I might be like a little experiment for. Yeah, you know? it's true. That's all I was thinking the whole time. I was like, girl, you could do better. Like, it's fine. Yes. I have yes. I have said this before. Like, Tara does not know how to set boundaries for herself, does she not know really how to stand doesn't. up for herself, like is is accepting a lot for a relationship that like I don't feel like she's getting a lot out of right now. Yeah, like, I think she thinks it's kind of fun to be part of the whole, like, Scooby gang. Like, that's pretty exciting, but also, like, yeah, I mean, that's where my whole polyamory rant is going to come in here, where, um, like, you know, she, like, so Willow stays up all night with Oz, and then she's, you know, basically like says something about how like later for, to Buffy says that she like gets different things from Oz and Tara. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's like this doesn't have to be like you don't have to choose that's that's when I throw a, a copy of the ethical slut at Willow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like Which read was, this. Yeah, the the first edition came out in nineteen ninety seven, so there's no excuse for them not no to No excuse. This is two thousand. Yeah. This probably inspired yeah. it. This is probably what they were like oh, so many missed opportunities here. <laughs> yeah, Marty Noxon read Marty Noxon read Ethical Slut and she was like, I've got a great idea. Yeah, she's like, this is yeah, I mean this was a lot. Like it was a lot for them 
to introduce like a yeah. lesbian relationship. Imagine. <laughs> yeah. They're like, let's just have a, a triad between a werewolf and two witches. <laughs> I mean, it would be yeah, incredible. I think she's a demon. I would be so stoked if my partner's partner was a werewolf. Um, yeah. Especially one. Because like, then I kind of know that I there's going to be like three nights where like I, I know that I know they're available. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's also like, I mean, <laughs> it's also like having a partner and a pet, you know? Oh, my God. Just, like yes. take them out on walkies. They didn't have to get Kitty Fantastica. They could just have Oz. <laughs> I, I did think that, that was brave when when um when she's telling Buffy that they hung out and she's Buffy's like, you're about to tell me some real kinky shit right now. As in, yeah. like, they hung out while he was a dog and like fucked while he was a werewolf. Yeah, like Buffy was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. What did you think of Buffy's reaction to Willow coming out to her? Do you think that was good? I think it was pretty good. I think yeah, she like I, got freaked out for a second, but then was like, "No, I'm here for you." Okay. They kind of just like Tony. played it, kind of played it as like she was just shocked, you know? Yeah. Um, but they tried to make it almost seem like the shock was more about like, not it's not that it wasn't that you're that you're dating a woman, but that you're dating somebody right now. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. That's kind of how I like like oh like I you're. Not only are you over Oz, but you're in another relationship. I didn't really take it so much as like, because um, I, yeah, I think Buffy kind of knew like, yeah, of course, like you're a witch. Of course, you're like a little gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting because the the way that I read that scene was like, like a minute of Buffy being like, oh my God, Willow's a lesbian and we are roommates. Like, is she oh, having gay so thoughts funny. about me? She saw my When she started like backing up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she's like, oh shit. Like, yeah. you know, I've changed my pajamas in front of you. Like, uh, uh, you know, maybe that's me being like super, super cynical, but like, that's how I read it. And And then she had the turnaround of like, you know what? No, it's not about me right now. I mean, I think that's possible, but I think she pulled it together fairly does quickly she, does she always call her will is that always a thing? no okay I uh, that was also some, part of it too so where... sometimes not 100 yeah. percent, but like they they definitely have like xander calls her that it's definitely like a an established nickname okay because mm-hmm. like because like you know I, it kind of made it feel like oh will is definitely the more lesbian of the of the names i'm gonna yeah I'm gonna, right yeah it's very like masculine yeah i'm know? gonna give it to you i'm gonna no, it's a, I'm backing you, but I'm also a little stunned. Yeah, I think she was definitely stunned because I think they are, like, so straight. Like, all of her friends are so incredibly straight. That, like, That's very true, yeah. It never even occurred. Like, the fact yeah. that Xander was like, Willow doesn't have a new guy. Like, it yeah. never occurred to him. Like, later when they were like, oh, because of my relationship with Tara and and Xander was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Tara's your girlfriend? Wait, huh? Her? The one you've been sitting next to and, like, sniffing? Yeah. And, like, she's, she's touching your hair this whole yeah. time? Like, Buffy's Lord. also just, like, learning that that's an option. And Buffy's like, wait, so, like, what if what if we could have worked out? I know. I've been with Faith this whole time. I've been yeah, dealing with these like, fucking asshole dudes. Back. Who are trying to kill yes. each other all the time. I could be with oh you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, because the dudes in these two episodes are like really misbehaving. Are They're just oh, like yeah. jealous Terrible. assholes. Yeah. Like Oz is a jealous asshole in this one. 
and Angel and Riley are little babies. Yeah. Yeah. Giant, giant, awful, toxic babies. Yes. <laughs> oh, they're horrible. Just the worst. Yeah. I agree. Um, what did y'all think about? I thought this was interesting. Like, I mean, I have enjoyed the whole thing of like Riley's journey of understanding that like demons aren't black and white, but it was kind of hilarious that Buffy like calls him a bigot. Yes. For being like, <laughs> you know, Willow's into like those kinds of guys, like demons. Bad boys. Bad boys. Bad boys. Like, he, yeah, he is so, like, he's so uptight. Like, yeah, he's just the worst. Like, if you stick a piece of coal in his ass, out, out pops a diamond. Yeah, like, for sure. That that whole situation where she's like, oh, so you're like a, you're like a bigot, and you know he's like, you know, like, name one good name one good vampire. All these things, right? Using all these like these tropes for. I'm gonna be generous and say they were saying felons. And they weren't trying to necessarily be like racism. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they, that they, it was lean, it was like nodding towards that. Um, but the funny thing is, um, I didn't know that they were like together. So what I saw was somebody who at the time seemed like she didn't even want him around, and then she calls him a bigot, and then they wake up next to each other. <laughs> oh my god, what like, a mess! <laughs> I was like, why? Why are you sleeping with the yeah, bigot? Imagine you have to. Yeah, imagine that's your like long term partner, and yeah. you have to like go to sleep next to that after you have a big fight like that a, a huge like ideological disagreement yeah permission to sleep <laughs> somewhere else imagine. the day you call him a bigot give him like give, give you know your your presence is valuable yeah really <laughs> you're a fucking bigot but i'm still gonna let you hit it yeah <laughs> i just and have like, certain needs i love the idea yeah like i love I guess the, one of the reasons I love Buffy is because it's like, um, you know, like the lore of Buffy is that there are demons like and vampires who are not fully bad and not fully good, you know? And like some of the human characters like Willow goes through some very bad, quote unquote, bad phases as well. Um, yeah. You know, and that like... Willow does? Mm-hmm. Later. Oh. Yeah. She gets like... Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets okay. incredibly she powerful. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and like the idea that you can fall in love with someone who wants to eat you once a month is very funny. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you can make a lot of things work. <laughs> you yeah, know, like you that's know, not that that doesn't have to be a deal breaker. I mean, it could. Seriously, we have all had those friends that have <laughs> you know started a relationship with somebody, and you're like, you are you are such a perfect little cinnamon bun and this guy is a human toilet that a witch cursed to be a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you together? It makes no sense. I mean, honestly, I'd rather date a werewolf than a bigot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. 100%. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Buffy just has a type and it's, you know, it's that kind of guy. It's just that kind of like, you know, bullshit alpha like dude yeah uh, <laughs> that's you know, very who, true who does like like his his bigoted ways he just he's just having like principles right yeah oh totally because he's like i'm a good army boy like yeah. it's been you know <laughs> I'm a good boy i'm a very good boy buffy i'm not a bad boy <laughs> oh my god he, so many like you could like to explain certain types of there's people who don't understand what like 
certain types of emotional abuse look like, you can mm-hmm. play them clips from this episode. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. If, if your partner does this, that's that's bad. That's bad. If they say they were mean to you because they just love you so much and they don't know what to do, uh, yeah, that's not a bad. good sign. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, we'll get to that. But, ooh, I have a lot of stuff to say about that. Yeah, um, that's really bad. I will say, though, like, they... <sighs> I don't want to hand it to them, obviously, <laughs> but Riley does come around. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he realizes like, oh shit, I, you know, I said some stuff I'm not, you know, I was wrong about. Like he does full circle that, but like, y- you're right. Like it, it's still pretty messed up and janked to have those thoughts in the first place. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of those things where like you can support someone's like journey but you don't have to be with them during it you know like you could still break yeah. you can break up with them and be like i still love you i just like cannot be with you also like how are you guys fighting demons together all the time and gotten close enough to each other to where you're in a relationship and you like never sniffed out that he felt this way yeah i mean she knows she's talked yeah. to him about it so yeah, many times they've, she's they've lying had to a herself few... i know <laughs> yeah i i think she does i think she i think she just wants to be in any relationship even if it's not yeah like 100 percent perfect like i, I don't know yeah, Buffy and... needs to learn to be with Buffy. That's for sure. It's true. Buffy needs to learn to put that on a mother. That's going to be our our first piece of merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> Buffy, learn to be with Buffy. If you can't love yourself, if you can't love me at my werewolf, you don't deserve me at my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. Um, and then like me, yeah, like God, Tara is so like pure and good that like. Yeah. Even after Oz like tries to kill her, she's like, "But that's a person. Please don't yeah, hurt she him." She tries. She tries really hard to explain to the initiative that like, you know, they're they're making a mistake by taking him away. Yeah, and they're like, "You're just crazy, little lady." <laughs> she's like, "No, he's a person." Like the the initiative is so fucking stupid. I mean, you know, it's like a a government run military. Uh, yeah wing you know and they're like so stupid that like it never occurs to them to learn anything about any of the demons that they capture you know so they don't understand like any of their behaviors they're just like this is a demon and it's bad yeah exactly yeah everything is black and white yeah like we don't care why we don't care what this is um you know they just capture him and then he wakes up as as oz and they're weird like factory did it look like the andy warhol factory in there like what was going on in that room <laughs> yeah. well they 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 do address it uh in the next episode they do they okay like, they they have so many uh demons and vampires like captured or whatever that they yeah. can't like fit all of them so i, I think oh, that was like okay a, a, an overflow facility gotcha i was like why is there tinfoil everywhere what is happening (laughs) it's a lot of chrome yeah (laughs) oh my god and then that's when the um finn finn riley finn oh riley finn i just had a moment (laughs) where i was like that's ice t's name in law and order (laughs) is that his name finn (laughs) tutuola yeah Oh man. Man, I just had the biggest like just 
gigantic brain fart where I was like, what podcast am I on? <laughs> welcome to the Law and Order SVU podcast. Not yeah. even that, just welcome to the Ice-T Universe podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Where we just read his tweets and talk yeah. about them. Talk about Coco. I love Ice-T. That man's like 54 years old and he's still cool as hell. He is. And how about, Even how when about he does stupid shit, he's cool. <laughs> how about yeah. what? How about having like a nice good relationship? Yeah. Yeah, with him and Coco. Yeah, they're like so wholesome. They are so fucking they do rock seem solid. Pretty happy. Oh. I love them. Incredible. Yeah. They're good. All right, well, if anyone I'm wants proud to... of you, Ice T. I just want to get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what you're doing. Ice T, you're the better Finn. So yeah, I wrote I re- I'm like reading my notes and it says Finn was an exemplary soldier until he met anarchists and I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Riley Finn. No, you're right. Yeah. So, so um, like, do, do they do they do they talk about things like anarchy throughout no. the show? This is a Not, one-off line, right? It is it, a one-off line and it, it made me is, yeah. I was so like, "Oh shit." Because because I think that was like the extent of their knowledge of of yeah. anarchism like i think they were just like oh this is like a buzzword in the you know in the 90s or 2000s or whatever somebody threw the ethical slut and the anarchist cookbook at marty noxon <laughs> well it's it's either yeah. you are you're either a soldier or an anarchist there's no in between there's no no in between, no yeah. In between. Yeah. yeah they do not yeah. do any type of binaries on here by any means at all no, and somehow they're too backwards for the real world. That's the yeah. definition of anarchy. Yeah. Um, and a bit, I do love the Slayer and her band of freaks. I wrote that down in all caps. Hell yeah. Love that. Yeah. No woman is worth that, says, <laughs> says me. Says, the says army angry man. army man. <laughs> he He was so... That character was like... They only made him go with them just to kind of have those back and forths. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be like, look at how mean the army guy is. We should hate them. (laughs) Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then they make a weird William S. Burroughs joke. Can we talk about that? (laughs) Did anyone else pick up on that weird joke? Yeah, that was that was wild. I don't understand. She said, I mean, did he? I don't know. Okay, so William S. Burroughs accidentally shot his wife in the head mm-hmm. um, by because he was playing the William Tell Apple thing. <laughs> and he fucked up. So it's like, I don't really Is that think. Is real? Yes. Is that I don't... true? Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's the right metaphor. Like, I don't know if that's like something you want to get into on Buffy. Like there are other people to reference as like, like I'll go Terminator on your ass. Okay. Yeah, that makes fucking... sense. I'll go. Uh, I don't know. So many other things, but like, I will bet you. Oh, you I know will... who put that in there. I will bet you 45 American dollars. That is a Joss Whedon joke. Oh Yeah. Marty Joss Whedon was like wrote the wow. script and Joss like handed her a, a fucking like post-it note and was like put this in here and I will pay you $135,000. Yeah. I'm so ignorant that I completely forgot about Josh Whedon 
Oh, you can. It's okay. <laughs> Josh hate- Whedon is not his name. You can call him Josh. Funny. <laughs> you could also call him Josh. It's fine. Yeah. I bet that would piss All him right, off. Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, we mm-hmm. we hate him. Yeah, I totally no, forgot is, about yeah. that guy. That's so funny. And yeah, of course that that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, uh, uh. Burroughs heads. I'm sorry, it was a highball glass. <laughs> it's not an apple, but like that was the idea. He put a highball glass on her head, and he meant to and shoot the glass, but he shot her. He was is drinking okay? heavily. No, she died. No, she so died. It's, okay. It's not All a right. great. That's not great. It's not a great reference in like a action sequence. But I feel like you're right. Joss Whedon was like, "What would make me sound cool? What would? <laughs> what would make me so horny to hear right now?" Yeah. And all and oh all the God. teens who love. I mean, I guess teens love <laughs> the beats. Yeah. You yeah. get into the beats when you're a teen, but yeah, yeah. you're like. I mean, Ooh. yeah, they, you know, Xander had his whole Kerouac phase. That's right. In the beginning of this season, so. I like that. Oh my god, that's so funny. But yeah, it's like a really weird <laughs> reference because it's like it wasn't William Burroughs' like mo- finest moment. No, like he's a writer. <laughs> yeah. It's not an action hero. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad moment he had. So. <laughs> Anyway, was it was it like I'll 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 kill somebody close to me? I'm not crazy. Oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess so. I just don't give a fuck. She just thought just that the the head army guy was somebody's wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's somebody's wife. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, and then yeah, and then um, Riley gets to say, "No, sir, I'm an anarchist." <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I had to replay that because I was like, <laughs> totally. I got so horny. I was like, I should probably take a bunch of screenshots of this, right? <laughs> like, good at screenshot this to shit. Yeah, because this is like before, like many, many years before, like now TV is made for like screenshotting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh man, it, it's it's so good. Just like, and it's satisfying because, like I said, I, I was like, is this part of the Buffy lore? Are they like? No. And then, yeah, so he's like, I'm an anarchist, and then punches him in the face. <laughs> it's so and good. And it's so fucking so good. good. Yeah, I yeah. for sure, like, rewound that. <laughs> There's someone out yeah. there right now who was radicalized by Buffy in this moment. Oh, I bet you're right. Oh I bet God, it's not please, even just one person. Yeah. Please tweet at us if you were radicalized yeah. by this, this particular season. I mean, there is a, um, we talked about, there's a writer, Lewis Call, who's written a lot about Buffy and um, like sci-fi and kink and anarchism. And he has an article about like this season and Riley like turning into an anarchist. So I guess maybe he got, I mean, I don't know which came first, but you know, like he definitely saw something to write about in this um, season (laughs) with Riley and anarchy, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, this is this is direct action. You know, this is uh, they're they're on arresting some people. You know, they're they're literally freeing prisoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty. I mean, pretty awesome stuff to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you talk, when you think about it too, because we've talked about like how you know the initiative is this like you know kind of like Guantanamo Bay or mm-hmm. like um, yeah, just this sort of like blackout site. You yeah. Know? yeah totally. 
or like an ice kind of like holding site where mm, like people mm-hmm. don't know who's there and how they get in or get out and like they just get stuck there so it is actually pretty rad you know yeah. that like they're dressing up and getting you know like getting people out of there i, I was also happy that i that is you know getting me deep in my toe back in into buffy is like her not working with them mm-hmm. you know there's yeah. a bit of that mm-hmm. at the beginning obviously because you know that's what riley's doing there i guess yeah. which is by that's just not professional that the whole thing's just not professional <laughs> um working with your yeah fellow demon yeah. slayer yeah <laughs> and then going home with them yeah not 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 a smart move that's just no hearing for heartbreak mm-hmm. don't um, shit where you eat yeah but, yeah, but like watching <laughs> watching her like get her friends and being like listen it's gonna take all of us to like free these prisoners <laughs> like and also they they say a billion times like hey there's no coming back from this yeah you guys are you guys are no we're now enemies are done official. yeah it's true mm-hmm. and like riley has to like go into hiding like he he yeah. knows that like this is like a big deal they're like gonna look for you because you were on their side and now you are not and like yeah. they're gonna do everything they can to get you back and like do a bad thing to you once they get you and like um earlier in the season they get spike out or spike gets himself out but like they kind of help keep spike out um so this is like something they've done once before and yeah it's pretty rad that they're like you know breaking demons i mean i guess there's something to say about like the kinds of demons they're breaking out but um like they should break all of them out yeah free all the demons yeah (laughs) hashtag free all demons yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah acab definitely includes the initiative (laughs) Well, I think absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Might be, they, I mean, not that it gets much worse, but they seem pretty. They seem pretty insidious. They seem pretty bad. Yeah, Evil they're folks. very bad. They're, they're very, very bad, evil. and they and they get worse. <laughs> yeah, and they like one of their big things with um, it was like an interesting tension with Buffy because Buffy is like a demon slayer by not by choice, like you know by prophecy. And, like, has had to learn that, like, there's a lot of gray out there. You know, like, Angel, Spike. There's demons that, like, don't really cause any harm at all. And, like, yeah, the Initiative hasn't had to learn any of that because they're just, like, government-funded. They're just, like, demons are demons. It doesn't matter. Yeah, their solution was just, like, well, it doesn't matter if he's the the demon we're looking for. We, We still should kill him. Mm-hmm. so that some, someone's being answered for and also just like why not there was like no yeah there was like no uh effort for justice even though people were like intervening being like no like this kid listen this is this is one of the good ones this kid goes to the school yeah it's just us he's like a college student he just this, came back from tibet guys <laughs> he told me himself he doesn't even think rap music is real music <laughs> He likes all kinds of music except rap. He likes Freebird. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he knows how to meditate. He's not a bad demon. Yeah, yeah. Is do we get to see like Tibet cuts? Do we? Or was that just all a mystery? No, I wish. I don't think there. Leslie, do you know? Is there ever any like cut to Oz doing anything in another place? No, it's only told through like dialogue. Okay. 
I definitely filled that in at some point in my... Well, yeah, he says he went to, like, Tibet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then Willow says, like, they're in his van, his, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, D- Dingo's Ain't My Baby van. Yeah. And she's like, this this van's still running great for running overseas. And I was like, how did he get... How did he get his van to Tibet? The 90s were different. Yeah. You know? N- the 90s, you could put a van on a boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah it, made me, it made me think about... Easy? <laughs> it made me Don't think about like Arrested that. Development and the um, <laughs> walking on water. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but you're also and forgetting I was about like, the, whoa. You're forgetting about the werewolf network. Oh. Yeah, it's deep, you know? It's deep. Yeah. It runs it's deep. deep, yeah. I, well, they're I would a family. Watch... They're a pack. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I would watch, like, today. If if they were to get Seth Green today to make the Oz and Tibet movie, I'd watch that. I would, too. 100%. Oh, I would definitely. Oh First Him, of like, all. Battling in Tibet with his own demons and learning some cool stuff. Learning, yeah, cool meditation and, like, smoking hashish or whatever he does yeah. to, like, calm yeah. himself. First of all, that man has not aged a day. I don't no. know, Tony, if you have seen like yeah. recent photos of Seth Green. That man has not aged a fucking oh, yeah. that day. That was a factor in me saying that I'd still watch it. Yeah. He's I think he maybe he got some shit in Tibet. Also has never been canceled except for one time when he bought a bunch of NFTs. And oh yeah, that was stolen. stupid. That was really That was dumb. stupid. But otherwise all his never apes been gone. canceled. Yeah. Wait, yeah, was I that the he's... apes? Is he the one who he had, had all his had apes were apes. gone? No, no, no. He's not the All My Apes Gone okay. guy. <laughs> the I, I All My Apes Gone guy was a nobody. Yeah, so. you're right. I knew a couple people who worked on Robot Chicken, and they said he was, like, really cool. He and, seems like, so cool. Like, like, nice. He seems like, great. He was, he's, like, seems like a, he seems like a, like a rad person. Yeah. yeah. Good well, job. Well, Seth Green. Good like job, to come yeah. On. For being in Hollywood and not being a complete piece of shit being a dude in hollywood like, i know it's not, yeah the bar is low but you have passed it so sir <laughs> especially for a werewolf you know yeah werewolves <laughs> get into a lot of shit it's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. does anyone have any other thoughts on new moon rising before we get into the the yoko factor <laughs> uh james marsters in the initiative uniform looks so good he does look really Holy good shit he looks so sexy I that's just the only part of the initiative there. that i like i like their thermal yeah they're all they're thermals. yeah they're they're thermals with the patches on the yeah shoulders. they're good very very good look also i want more anya giles content oh. anya and giles together are the fucking like like they they make me so happy yeah <laughs> they were this fun. Show, yeah this show really, really knows how to like do odd pairings well yeah and make them like just comedy gold yeah yeah i will give uh i don't want to give anything to joss whedon but whatever (laughs) i will give marty knox in that (laughs) um so the yoko factor which now is a hilarious name because i feel like like kids watching this now are like what the fuck does that mean well, luckily, you you do get a full explanation of it. In the uh, yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're like, who's Yoko? Oh, okay. Because yeah. I thought you meant like either who's Yoko or Yoko didn't deserve any of the shit that happened to her. Oh, well, both. But I mean, I, okay. I feel like Yoko didn't deserve the shit that happened to her is like a millennial thing. 
And then okay. who's Yoko? Who's is Yoko? anyone younger than yeah. millennials? Is anybody younger than like, like 38? <laughs> exactly. Because like okay. we're on the cusp of like, okay, we still know who Yoko Ono is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. So Buffy is even also, well, I guess like did teenage. It's just also a funny teenager thing, even for teenagers at the time. Mm-hmm. I-, I think teenagers still like dabble in the Beatles. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, they're like a... It's so crazy. Because it's like my dad... They're like mature. They're like a mature band to like when you're... Well, no. Do you know why I think teenagers still dabble in the Beatles? Why? Because of uh, the fucking guys who played him, played them in Walk Hard. Are you (laughs) serious? Walk Hard. (laughs) People love that movie. Do they? And the Beatles, Paul Rudd, Jack Black, uh, the guy from... Fucking, uh, but that's waiting. like millennial shit though too, isn't it? I don't it? think so. I think I think teens love the Beatles I, because of Walk Hard. I don't think wow. teens have seen Walk Hard. This is a really strong thesis Those you're making. Those are not teens that I want to know. Then, yeah, I don't Leslie, think teens seen, I, I don't think teens have seen like a lot of a lot of stuff. Leslie, um, how like many older. teens are you hanging out with? Not a lot. I make a point not to. Yeah. Ask them all about. I want to. I want you tomorrow. <laughs> well, I know you're in stasis, so maybe next week. <laughs> next walk, week. walk around Boston. Ask about kids' <laughs> With, like, knowledge of like... Walk Hard and Yoko Ono. No, don't don't do that. Can you actually go up to the kids and make like Walk Hard jokes to them? Oh yeah. Like make oh, okay. jokes about go 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 to yes. a park. Go to oh, the and make jokes about not getting hooked on weed. <laughs> you never once paid for drugs. Yeah. Um, all yeah, right. and just see if kids giggle. Okay, yeah. I will. I'll just... do that. I'll go to Boston Latin School. Okay, like, go for it. Do you know what I say when I say, let's dro- go drop acid with the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all like, oh my God, walk hard. And then I, I love fine. And then it's fine. I will... Fully admit that I have no idea what okay. I'm talking about. This is why right, I don't think kids have watched Walk Hard. Is because I just looked it up, and it's not streaming anywhere for free. Oh mm. damn! It's mm. three ninety nine on on YouTube. Three ninety nine for a kid. That's too much. And I don't yeah, know if they're like much. accidentally torrenting Walk Hard. <laughs> no, you're right. So it's you're not right. their fault. It's not their fault. It's not a problem with the I'm culture. Like it's a problem, with, so it's a problem with, <laughs> with the media and you know distribution. You know, and that's why they're striking. Yeah, right and this is what the it is. Strike this is, is about. what the writer strike is exactly. all about. Walk hard, mm-hmm. not being available to the youth yep. of today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm going to read this wiki. <laughs> um, Buffy is even more certain of her love for Riley. When Angel, this isn't true, but whatever. When when Angel's surprise visit to Sunnydale brings Riley and Angel to blows. Meanwhile, Spike joins forces <laughs> with Adam and devises a plan to tear the Slayer apart from her gang, leaving her wide open for her enemies to attack. So, Tony, I really want to know what you think because this is a like technically a two-parter, like the first part of a two-parter. Yeah. So, what do you think of like? watching a basically half of an episode <laughs> well i for sure was like oh i, I i'm going to be watching the next episode yes okay you have good, to. because good. Um, i love that i mean i i will i was kind of upset with this in the storytelling because not to jump ahead or anything like that but it does end with a lot of dialogue 
Yeah. 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 And like, mm-hmm. and like, but so it did true. leave me, oh, I got to see some resolutions here because the last episode was actually really tidy. It was. Yeah. 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 This so, one so is like the, setting the, up. The bar was set high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the complicated thing is the next two episodes, there's like a weird. So it's like the next episode kind of is the next part. And then there's another episode after that, which is sort of its own weird dream sequence. That oh, sort of sets okay. up for five. Well, the thing that also got me <laughs> wanting to see the next couple is uh, the still that was on the Hulu preview Ooh. for the next episode is like a whole new character. Oh. And I was like, okay. oh, I have to see where this leads. Okay. Um. So that was like a, they, so they, they, they got me there too. But um, yeah, like this, it, it did kind of feel like nothing got, the only thing that really got solved and, Again, I don't want to like get ahead, but the only, only like some small things got solved in this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's true. It's definitely a setup, and like I forgot parts of the ending, so I am I'm also confused, which is well, funny, even though I've seen it like five times. It's extra confusing because there are story elements that are not resolved in this episode in Buffy and then also we have to contend with Angel oh yeah that's a whole TV show like right they literally say like you know previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and they do a little recap and then they also and then he says like and also on Angel right which is a whole new like TV show that we are not even invested in like right so like if you were watching this on TV, you probably would have watched Angel at the same time yeah but if you're not doing it it's very confusing. This isn't like the intro to Angel to the Buffy world, right? No. No, Angel Angel's been on I think I think this is still the first season, but it's been on for a while. So yeah. they are running simultaneously at this point. And like they do pop into each other's shows from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, it sense. happens less and less as Angel kind of like becomes its own show. But there are some crossovers and it's like, yeah, it's confusing even to me, someone who's seen Angel, but like <laughs> hasn't seen it for a while where I was like, should I just go and watch the Angel episode too? Yeah, I literally <laughs> have not seen Angel. I know you haven't seen a lick, not yeah, a lick. I ain't seen a lick of Angel. And, and I was like, I should maybe try to torrent the first season of Angel just so I know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I know it's confusing and like I don't know but any and Adam is really boring as like a yeah Adam as a bad guy is so fucking boring I don't care yeah I am more invested in in Spike being a fucking little Loki man yeah just like just tearing everybody's relationships apart he could have done that on his own just for funsies and I would have like been more invested he did such a good job at it too he's so good at it he's so good at being a fucking bitch I love it what was funny about that for me too is like again I I I know that he has like bad guy things but when I'm meeting him again here I'm not sure where they're at right and I see him only being super bad and then all of a sudden like kicking it with them and I was like so they just think they are too forgiving. <laughs> they are like way too they really chill. They need yeah, to they're just like, like, oh, Spike's back. He's fine now. You don't have to be <laughs> yeah. friends with everybody. It's okay. It's okay to let some people go. <laughs> just have 
principles god yeah i really yeah. loved the um there were some funny lines in here like tony robbins for demons was so good so yeah. good yeah. <laughs> but then he says like you know you're so like big and robotic no wait you're exactly like tony yeah robbins. like you are yeah. tony also robbins big and robotic yeah. yeah tony robbins is a a wild looking man and like oh my god yeah, a wild individual, just like yeah. He, he looks like the he's made he out of parts. Is, <laughs> blows my mind sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and Adam is just like he is not particularly interesting because he doesn't really have like I don't know. He doesn't have a lot of contradictions because he was like Mm-mm. built to be a super person who's like the best of all demons, machines, yeah, and like man. He- an mm-hmm. ubermensch, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, when um, Buffy and Forrest are fighting, it's actually, like, really interesting. And then Adam shows up and it's like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, this Here guy. Yeah. And it's like, you know Adam's just going to kill Forrest because it's like, it's he can kill anything. And he doesn't yeah. have a lot of, like, um, like, there isn't. Oh, when there's no vulnerability, yeah, there's no dynam like dynamicism, and it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. That's what I don't really like about like I haven't seen a, a Marvel movie since like Iron Man two. I just like don't care because like I always know that they're gonna win, and there's like no interest. You yeah, know? like Thor. Thor is never gonna be beaten because he's got his fucking hammer. And like that's not interesting to me. Oh well, you know, I, mean, I, I gotta I tell see you, some ups I gotta, and downs. I gotta tell you, there's some Marvel stuff Uh-oh. you gotta see then, because oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> they take they take some pretty wild L's. They do take some L's. <laughs> some oh, shit. L's. Okay, but you're right. But the, they they also make it seem like the only vulnerability he could have is Buffy. You know, like, right? That, they right. Like it is an option. But what I thought was really funny about that too, and I know this is like a dumb thing that to get caught up in petty things in shows like this, but you know. He, they're fighting, and she kind of runs away after she's been like hit, and then she like mm-hmm. gets knocked. She like is knocked out, seemingly not very far from. I know, him. and he doesn't follow her. You're yeah, like, and, like what? the whole point was like to eliminate her, right? Right. So like, why didn't he not just walk outside of the cave that they were all in? <laughs> not a she, clue. She, she didn't go. No clue. She went, but twenty feet. Yeah. And so I thought, I don't know. I don't know if that's just. We're supposed to just be cool with that, and you know that's fine, I guess. But it it was weird. Was he so caught up in having to get rid of the other body? <laughs> I know. Uh, I was just imagining <laughs> him somewhere. I was imagining him in the cave, like cackling or something, and like he didn't have enough time <laughs> to be like, I should probably follow that lady too, you know, like because he has like that's the you know obviously these are action sequences on a TV show and yeah. like. There's silly holes all the time, but like, you know, like Buffy's abilities shift constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be plot convenient. Yeah, like there are times where she gets hit on the head way harder than that. And she gets back up, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, That's okay, so suddenly too. she's freaked out. She's running and then she falls and it's like Adam doesn't follow her. She just gets knocked out and then she just like goes home. <laughs> it felt similar to to when Oz got knocked out with the chair. Like it was like that was too easy. Yeah, just, yeah. She did yeah. made it a little a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and then she just like 
goes over to Giles' house and has like a little egg on her head. She's like, whoops, I fell. <laughs> I love uh, Giles singing Freebird. Oh my God. I want that to be like my fucking phone ringtone. <laughs> I feel like a bunch of people wrote into Buffy and were like, we loved when Giles sang last time and now he has to sing a whole song. <laughs> You know what I think happened? I think he like I think he talked to his friend Scott Bakula, who uh-huh. was on Quantum Leap, and yes. he was like, "Well, in my rider, in my professional contract, I have to be I have to sing almost every episode when I do Quantum Leap or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then Anthony Stewart Head was like, "I'm gonna put that in my fucking contract too." <laughs> And they're like, we'll give you a by season, a by season. Yeah, episode. yeah. <laughs> Let you have two, two songs per season. Let's go. He sings so much He's of the very... song. He does. He like doesn't so stop. Much. I was like, wait a minute. And like, where did the that scene go? I didn't even write anything down. I just was like, Giles is singing. Giles is Spike singing. Comes oh, oh, Spike, right. Spike okay. Comes and surprises him. Yeah, that's right. Spike's um, like, his, his voice real quick. <laughs> His his voice sounds like Jack Black. Whoa! Like, no, don't ruin that for I, me. I was out of the room. I was out of the room, and I thought I was gonna walk in. I was like, "Is this? Is there, am I gonna see a young Jack Black right now?" Oh my god, that would be incredible. <laughs> and it was that. Jack Black. I was like, "Oh wow!" Um, That'd be yeah, so that's amazing. that's exactly what his voice sounded like to me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Is he on cameo? Can I make him sing the song from Mario? Giles? Oh, Jack Black. No, can I make, I want to make Anthony Stewart Head sing Jack Black's Peaches Peaches song. Oh, I bet he would. Yeah, why not? I bet he would do it. Yeah. No, he's probably heard this. I'm probably not the first person to say it. (laughs) He probably hates (laughs) it. He's like, fuck Jack Black. Oh my God. What if it's all he hears? He's like, I hate you. He hasn't sung in in a movie since uh, HSD. Yeah. No, no, I love you, Anthony Head. I I wish you would give me some. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry. <laughs> um, I wrote down so when uh Spike is explaining Yoko the Yoko effect to Adam, which is mm-hmm. hilarious because Adam's <laughs> supposed to know everything. Everything, yeah. Um, you would think that he would be particularly interested. And because he loves like human conflict, so you'd think he'd be so interested in like how a famous band broke up, yeah, yeah. But, um, when he says, I have, I like Helter Skelter, yep, (laughs) I wrote down, (laughs) like, fucking, of course, you do, yeah, I wrote Helter Skelter down and it changed it to Halter Skeleton. And I was like, of course you like Helter Skelter. You're a demon. Yeah, like mm-hmm. who doesn't? Yeah, like uh, you and the Manson family. Like apparently Helter Skelter <laughs> is the name of a oh, no. roller coaster. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's like really not scary at all. Mm-mm. It, uh, it's funny. I not to jump backwards. Like to the this. Oh, you can jump wherever. Funny, <laughs> yeah, but I also it. thought it was funny when um I forgot to mention it earlier when. When Oz and when Oz and Will were talking and Willow were talking and he's like, oh, yeah, I traded a Radiohead CD. Oh, yeah. uh, For this, (laughs) this and this. 
And that kind of led me to be like, oh, that's also Helter Skelter would be like the cooler edge your Beatles to like. So it's like, yeah. I think yeah. the people involved in this were hip and cool and all. And so that's why we get like the Radiohead reference in like in 1997, which is way cooler than, you know, doing it now. And uh, and then you get the, well, yeah, I liked Helter Skelter because I'm like a real head. I'm like, yeah, I, like, I don't like the poppy stuff. I'm a real weirdo. Yeah, I don't like Obladi Oblada. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's really funny that a Helter Skelter is actually like a fairground ride and yeah. like right, just crazy fucking... Charles Manson was like, no, it's the race war, man. Oh and like God. people believed him. Well, I'll tell you this much from where I'm sitting, the race war has been a hell of a roller coaster for me. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) That's what he really meant. People thought he was being literal, but he He was going in for the long con. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I just I was just thinking about in college when I I got a bootleg copy of his like uh, his folk songs in prison. Oh, man, they're so bad. They're so fucking bad and stupid and make no fucking sense. But, you know, when you're 19 and you're like, whoa, like, this is totally counterculture, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're also you're yeah, just not supposed God. to have it, you know? And yeah, like, it's like something naughty. Yeah. Like, yeah. And now it's like, People oh, my God, have this, so they'd fucking be, embarrassing. They'd probably be upset. And that's fun for me. It's a fun Yeah, my, my mom would be so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's her, yeah, it's kind of funny that he was just like a really bad folk singer who yeah he just wanted to be like famous for being like a a musician or whatever but he sucked so hard yeah and he was just pissed about it he was just like annoyed (laughs) he was like the beach boys don't like me man yeah i'm watching your peripheral homies just blow the fuck up yeah (laughs) basically yeah it's gotta suck yeah i would uh, yeah but yeah so spike (laughs) so spike yoko's them I, I do like the explanation too because you know when you, when you first hear when you first see the see the title you think they are doing the the misogynist like oh it's all mm-hmm. Yoko's fault and then yeah. like explains like oh no she didn't do anything at all anybody yeah could have I, been there someone just had yeah to I liked it. that yeah. I really thought that was honestly like kind of refreshing yes that like that like he explains like she was just there while they tore themselves apart and i was like wow yeah that's a very like like mature take on that whole situation well spike is like you know he's an interesting man (laughs) he knows a lot about music history probably too you know yeah he was at woodstock he was at woodstock yeah he's got he knows the sex pistols very well and (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i feel like he's like an interesting like like he probably read like our band could be your life at one point yeah yeah. he knows what's got he knows what's up yeah he's down yeah (laughs) meanwhile angel um described as all billowy coat king of pain is incredible dude because that's exactly what he is. He's just a coat. I I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I have this philosophy about like uh like past partners as well. Like no n- no we're done. 
I don't I don't want to see you or know that you exist. <laughs> like Yeah. And, and it's the same for for Buffy. I was like, I don't want to know or see Angel existing. Like <laughs> Yeah. You're done. You had your chance, you blew it, and yeah. you're done. Like I, I do ugh. wish they would have said something along the lines of like Listen, Angel, this whole thing you're doing, this is for you. It's not for me, Buffy. Like, you're you're just trying to absolve yourself for you. It's not about... Because you try to make it seem like, oh, I, just, I didn't like the way I left things and stuff. And it's like, no, you're just making me, like, relive this. You're fucking things up with, like, my new boo. You guys got in a yeah. fucking fight. Like, you're, yeah, you're, literally is, a fist you're fight. You're selfish. And, like, the thing about it is, like, you know, the rest of them are all in their, like, early 20s. Angel is like 247 at this point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so really, that's, that's <laughs> right. Doesn't that like bring right it there. home? <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, wait a minute. He's had like a quarter of a millennia. Like he to, like, should know. Out. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I did crazy shit where I like didn't respect people's boundaries and like drove to another town and like did all sorts of dumb stuff. Like when I was 21. But not when I was 247. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know better now, and I am not even close to 247. And, like, what do you even <laughs> talk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What could you possibly b- bring to a relationship? Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't want him around anymore. <laughs> Which is so funny, because, like, when I, when I first started watching this show, you know, I watched it as it was airing, and I was such a big... Buffy Angel fan like I always wanted them they were my like OTP yeah and I and now I'm just like I want you to just leave go away. leave You're her annoying. alone I'm, yeah. a, I'm the one that's like uh that meme of like Nicki Minaj where she's like get a job leave her alone, <laughs> yeah, leave her alone. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean he has a job and he lives in LA he so does have a job stay. he's a fucking detective or he's whatever. an like, angel investigations detective yeah. <laughs> Also, I mean, like, do you really, do you really want to be with somebody who like couldn't retire after two hundred years? You no, know, like, they, that's right? Not, that's like, the, they don't really are have you goals so here. Fucking nosy. The man <laughs> lived in a very nice, brutalist mansion in Sunnydale, and he couldn't <laughs> just enjoy couldn't himself. Be happy with that? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. he did tai chi every day. Did you ask Angel where he was around during slavery? Did, did you ask him what he was doing around those times? I. I have not asked him, but I bet Shit. it was something bad. <laughs> she she probably would have so still he, she probably would have still slept with him though, as we Although saw he was a now. drunken Irish. So man. okay, yeah. So he he he's he's an Irish boy. He got bit in Ireland in seventeen seventy whatever. Uh, so he must have been around. Yeah, I don't know that. when he came to the United States. If he's got like a yeah, I don't know when um, he immigrated. Like a Louis <laughs> of interview with the vampire situation going on. <laughs> I mean, it's been long enough for him to, to lose his brogue, so that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, I know. Well, it wasn't very yeah. good, let me tell you. Oh, God. Oh, please. No, Tony, go back to, like, season three or whatever, and, like, go back to those seasons where, or go back to those episodes where they, like, do Irish flashbacks of him. Oh, my God, it's so bad. It's pretty bad. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Well, I do know that, yeah, like, he and Spike and Drusilla and Darla would like travel around to like just unnamed like European countries and like set things on fire and stuff. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like just cause ruin, revolutions. <laughs> just I mean, which that's yeah. cool. 
I mean, that's fine. But yeah, like, and I do know that Spike lived in New York City in the 70s because he killed a Slayer on the subway. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, remember that? That was wild. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he says that in this episode, right? Yeah, and then he yeah. also, like, went to Woodstock and stuff. But I don't know what they were too. doing. Yeah, I feel like there's, like, a an area of time where they don't want to talk about what they were up to. You think you the think um, you think Spike went to both Woodstocks? You think he would go in a, in, in about a, <laughs> oh my a year God. and a half time? Do you think he's going to go to the new one, the next one? He he did drive away in ninety oh, nine. Oh yeah, he could have done. He all was three. not yeah, there for nineteen ninety nine, so he definitely went to Woodstock ninety nine for sure. For sure. Do you, who do you think he would have gone to see in ninety four? What would his like band of choice be? Oh my god! Let's see. I Let's don't know who 94. was on the ninety four. Yeah, who's on the ninety four uh, docket? Right, I'm looking it see. up right now. <laughs> uh, Performers and notable events. Here we go. Okay. Oh, maybe god, he went to see like maybe he went to Ravestock. Yeah. I could see him doing that because that was like That'd be cool. That one looks tight. That was like Doc Martin, Frankie Bones. A hundred percent went to twin. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Do you think so? Apex Twin, he went. Yeah, that's. A, I think he st- hung out in, in the Ravestock area. That's what I was yeah. like. Yeah, soul fan. <laughs> huge, huge blues traveler fan. Joe Cocker, he went to Joe Cocker because he likes the. Uh, oh, because he went to the original. I bet he likes porno for pyros. I mean pyros. <laughs> Cranberries couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't miss that. Salt and pepper. Oh, that's cool. A hundred percent went to salt and pepper. Green Day. Oh, he definitely went to see Green Day. <laughs> oh, Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Favorite band. Yeah, oh, there's Nine some good Nails. stuff I, I, for yeah, him. Actually, the there's there's some <laughs> stuff. We're like, sure, huh. a Cypress Hill fan. All right, let's. I yeah. this is another side quest that I would like to see. <laughs> um, Spike at Woodstock '94 like and '99. <laughs> yeah, and they're like '94 yeah, is underrated. I'm looking at this now, and '94 is really good. I wish I had gone. The, I was like eight or whatever, but I love the idea of like, um, what's the one that went that like was chaos? Was that '94 or '99? Okay, yeah. so '99. Like, if they inserted Spike into the documentary, and it was like, and also there was a vampire. <laughs> And also, there's a vampire who climbed the sound, the like sound tower. And like, what? A, oh my god! What if Spike went to '99 and like ate Fred Durst? <laughs> That'd be so cool. It, it could just be like a, um, one of those like it, it's, it's to make him seem more appealing. So he just like is killing all the dudes who were groping people the whole the whole yes weekend. yes he just like oh low key killing them. He's a a little white knight. Yeah, Spike's mm-hmm. yeah Spike's like amazing like vigilante arc. I love it. <laughs> I love so that. into it. Um, yeah, we could just talk about this and not about uh, how <laughs> yeah, shitty, don't care about the rest of how this. shitty and annoying yeah. Angel and Riley are. Oh my god, they are so awful. Oh, I do want to talk about the fight that they have in the alley. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking stupid. It is really stupid <laughs> and I was kind of it's confused. So... I actually like like my attention just kind of like was drained. Yeah, because it it's so dumb and it's so poorly uh choreographed. Like Angel picks Riley up and then like like Heisman Trophy lifts him over his head mm-hmm. and runs for like a mile and a half <laughs> until he gets to some 
some like empty uh, metal barrels or whatever that he can throw him in. And it was just like, Jesus Christ, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> also, like, why why was Riley? I mean, because he doesn't know who Riley is there. He's just right. an agent there. And he, yeah, R- Riley held up way too good of a fight. And also, why didn't Angel just really harm him, harm him? I know, like he harmed yes. everyone else. He has vampire strength. Like yeah. he doesn't have normal. Yeah. I mean, I guess Riley is like a, a super soldier or whatever, but he's still like got human muscles and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't have like, a special. Um, he doesn't have special army anymore. drugs. That, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Maggie was giving he him. Was, yeah, he was originally like doped up to be like yeah, a complete like gorilla man. But he doesn't have that anymore. So Angel should have flattened him like a fucking pancake yeah. on the on the <laughs> yeah. sidewalk. Yeah, and also you're right, Tony. Like he didn't know who he was, so it's like he could. Like why did he? Like of all the people who like made it, it just happened to be Riley. Like obviously it is for the plot point, but like so stupid. Yeah, like he. I don't know why they even ran into each other, and then why he didn't double kill him when he just shows up at Buffy's room. <laughs> well, Angel w- I guess like Riley was all pissy because Buffy told him a bunch of stuff about Angel but he didn't say or she didn't say, which also I oh, do yeah. not why I don't know why she didn't just say like it's not it's not like oh my god, I've had sex with another person in my lifetime. Like, it's like terrifying. But um yeah, like, she didn't tell Riley the full story of, like, why Angel gets bad. I, I kind of forgot about that part, too, about how Riley did know about Angel. Right. And so when, Riley, when Riley's doing this, he's being extra bad. Mm-hmm. He's being yes. super Yeah, like, cool. he's being a little bitch. He should know better, and he's just being a petty, jealous, you know, insecure boyfriend. Yeah. But literally, like, she... there. There's one point where, like... Uh, Buffy and Riley are talking and Ri- and Buffy's like, why are you acting like this? And Riley is about to say, because I'm so in love with you, it makes me crazy. Oh my god. And But in, in between that, I was like, because he's an insecure little bitch baby, yeah. Buffy. Like, this is the only reason that he is acting like this. He's yeah. so stupid that he, like, not only wants to, like, fight your ex, he wants to fight your ex who is a vampire. <laughs> like, and he thinks he's going to win. Yeah, because like, he's like... the power I, of love, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the power of know. love Fuck makes me so strong. Yeah, he, like, does say that, though. He says, like, he's like, sorry, I was acting, like, wild. Like, I just love you so much. Yeah. Yeah, That's, and she's like... Which is... Me too, 100%. Riley. 100%. That is a hundred percent abusive. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Language yeah. that is like Total. you. You make me this way because I am so in love with you. Yeah, like that is a, a like the biggest red flag. I could cover a stadium. I feel like yeah, they like, try and I save don't deserve that. You. Like I don't deserve you. I have to like work harder and like saying all those things is just yeah. It's all it, like I said. This is the scene I you show people. Hey. Has your partner done this? Like, yeah. has your partner has to go. ever said this? Because you need to let go of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I feel like they try and save it by having Buffy be like, "I feel the same way." I love you. And Which, it's like, like they... no, that doesn't make it better. But also, I feel like they've told each other, "I love you." So, like this, this is not an emotional punch. No, like we know that me, they love each know? other a ton. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not. It's not news. She's also it's like obligated to, to say that so he doesn't go like kill himself. 
Yeah, yeah, because he's been so... I know, he's like... I I guess she feels, like, somewhat responsible for him falling out with the initiative. But then again, it's like, well, the initiative is like a murderous, like, horrible institution. Like, if you feel strongly about that, you shouldn't feel bad about, like, getting your partner out of it. Your decision to leave, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's bad. what's What's the age gap here? I don't he's like think this it's decorated soldier. No, this like he's not decorated yet. He's like this soldier. Who's he's like, like he was supposed to be like a TA. Yeah, I think it's so maybe like I'm five or like, six years. Yeah, maybe like twenty twenty three to nineteen. Well, him being a TA is even more problematic than him being a. Uh, I know, isn't that so weird? We we talked <laughs> about that. We talked about that on our last episode because we're like, was being oh a TA God. like a cover? Like, do they make all the military guys, like, pretend to be TAs? Pretend to be, yeah. Like, did he get hired by the military first, or did he start college first? Like, what is yeah. the strategy here? Like, are all the TAs at Sunnydale, um, co- like, university also military guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is bad that she got into a relationship with her TA who also yeah. is an army guy for a demon killing uh, military organization. <laughs> like PMC. The other weird thing is that like, um, you know, when the, like the mean army guy is talking to even bigger, scary army guy on like the TV, um, like the government guy. And they're like, who is this person? They're like, we don't know anything about her. And you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You didn't do any fucking research. You like, don't yeah. know about sl- like, so at the beginning of the season, when they meet Buffy, they think that the Slayer is a myth, which is so fucking stupid. So dumb. Especially if that's like what they're trying to do. Yeah. So they think like, they think that demons exist Right, they can kill him, but there's no other like supernatural thing that could totally. Also yeah, they're like ghosts aren't real, but demons exist, or yeah. like totally Slayer, yeah. like you know, demon slayers. That's a myth, but like I'm totally fine with like killing a vampire. Like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense at all. Also, like I don't know, I I don't know too much about you know government agencies and stuff like that. But I think, <laughs> that, I think that they like have it something like this would have tabs on who their agents are like sleeping with. Yes. You know, they Yeah, would because have... they can use that against you. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. They would at least be like, wait, hold on. This your 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 new girlfriend like dated a vampire for a while? Like she's right. always on the radar. You don't think that's important? No, you're know? right. Like, like why yeah. wouldn't Riley know that about her? So like so the the scene that you're talking about, Kate, mm-hmm. like the the government guy, yeah. and like the the guy who has stepped in uh, to, I guess, kind of replace or oversee, like Professor replace Walsh. Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he says, you know, the incident with with Riley is unfortunate. The fact that he's like, you know, not following orders or whatever. Yeah. And so the the army guy says, I don't think he was ever the soldier that you all yeah. hoped he was. The boy thinks too much, which I thought was very funny. It is yeah, funny. Because, yeah. Soldiers are not supposed to think too much. They're supposed to be fucking dumb as hell, and they are. Um, but then the government guy says, uh, the government's invested a a a substantial like amount of money 
in in this person yeah. or he, he like gets cut off or whatever but like that's what yeah. he's about to say yeah and so like i think it's funny that like they don't give a shit about riley as like a person or like his whole his you know his involvement with the slayer it's just that they invested so much money in him yeah as like a super soldier that they just like want him back no matter the cost yeah they're like we don't care we just like need to get our investment back exactly exactly like it's 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 insane yeah oh my god it's all very silly and then at the very end this is the part that I do not remember at all. Riley shows up to go do something with Adam. Yeah. What, I don't what? remember this part at all. And Adam's like, I knew you'd come. Yeah. And, like, and I was like, fuck? he did? You you <laughs> did? Really? I don't remember that part at all. I don't remember anything about this. And I've seen this show like eight times. Um <laughs> No recollection of Riley going to Adam for anything. I mean, I guess they're like um, weirdly like half brothers. Oh, <laughs> which is creepy and and str- you know <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I mean, according to Maggie, they're creepy mom, but I don't know. <laughs> so like maybe they're maybe Riley thinks he can like work a deal out with adam i have no idea maybe i don't know <laughs> we'll we'll have to find out yeah do we have anything any any important life lessons learned <laughs> from these episodes we did kind of skip over the uh the the scene the results of the yoga wing oh yeah 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 we did. Oh, okay. because they've all all those seeds have been planted and now they're kind of they're all kind of calling each other out for the things that like Spike told them. Yes. Like they all kind of, I mean, yeah. dude's name is Spike. He, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to play that role here, but dude's name is Spike. You you, you can't necessarily, you got to take what he says with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they know that, you know, right? like they have been, Spike just plays on for his own team. Like this is a thing Spike has done before a couple of times where he's like, I'm going to align with you briefly because I need something, but like I'm going back to my own thing whenever I feel like it, you know, like they know that. And like, yeah, Spike is in it for Spike. Right. Good job though. Cause like you said about the, um, the, the Wicca being code for being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, She comes out and says it there. Willow comes out and says like, she doesn't confront Buffy for not supporting her witchcraft. She says like, you think it's weird that I'm dating her. Yep, and like comes out yeah. and straight says that, and like I thought that was really I thought that was really um it's like damn like you just believe this dude so hard that you just like went straight there when <laughs> I- I'm sure Buffy's done things in the past to support your witchcraft and also like I don't know seemed pretty supportive when you set- came out to her, um but like that you believe this dude you think he's gonna go talk shit to this dude yeah and like why couldn't they all like at one point like i feel like in most of those um yeah moments you know they'd be like well who told you this spike spike said yeah and you're like wait well spike told me this you know yeah 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 um it just it just shows like and and i've always said this like they are horrible friends to each other they aren't great they are not good friends to each other like the amount of times that, like, they have written off Buffy when she, 
you know, has a has a, a bad feeling about something and they're like, oh, you're just acting crazy or whatever. Yeah. Or like, yeah, when they dismiss Willow and, and her abilities and like they really do not care about each other. Or like when like, Buffy's like, how could you possibly help me? And I just like wrote down the same way they do every single season. Like yeah, they figure yeah. out a way to do some sort of like Scooby hijink thing something that's yeah. based on their strength strengths which is mm-hmm. like you know willow is both good with computers and a witch mm-hmm. xander has this like funny army knowledge because well, it's a very long story <laughs> he played a, a halloween army man <laughs> and turned into yeah still has army knowledge um but also is okay, just yeah, like I didn't get that joke. That was really that one went over way over my head. Yeah, that's like some deep Buffy shit. Um, they like doing push-ups at camp, like Camp Dick, and everyone was like, "Ha ha ha!" <laughs> right, and then Giles is wasted and goes, Dicks! "Drunk Giles <laughs> is so funny." He goes, yeah. "Oh, fuck Dicks!" Dicks. <laughs> I also oh, loved like, when oh my god, I love him. I loved when he walked up the stairs and was like, I'm going to bed. And he takes his sweatshirt off and throws it on (laughs) Xander. Yeah. It's a good... I mean, it is a good good scene, even though it's, like, not plausible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer, but it's also, yeah, very funny. I mean, you're right, though. It, like, shows that they don't... The reason it was so easy to Yoko them is because they are actually being pretty bad friends to each other like this yeah. this season. Like they're not paying that much attention to each other. Mm-hmm. And I like mean- it's fine though. Like the thing about being friends with someone that's like so wonderful is when you've been friends with someone for a really long time, you have that thing where you just like put down and pick up a friendship. Like, you know, you're like, Hey, I just started dating someone and I'm like kind of obsessed with them right now and like I don't have a ton of time. Yeah. But I'll yeah. see you soon. You know? Like that's a good friend, but like they I guess they just haven't been on the planet long enough to like know that. <laughs> well, I, I mean it's definitely a symptom. I think unfortunately it's not a symptom of being younger, but it's you're more vulnerable to it when you are younger. And I was thinking about this with Tara, um, in, in her uh yeah. her relationship with Willow. And I think it's probably a common theme of the show is I feel like there's a lot of trauma bonding. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is. This, yeah. This thing mm-hmm. where, I, you know, like Tara's biggest concern was that Willow's okay. Like she just wanted Willow to be okay, whether it was with her or without her. She was just really worried about her, you know? And I think that's kind mm-hmm. of the thing that's going through like all of them is like, well, you know, she saved my life so many times. Yeah. Like, I saved her life so many times. I know that if I'm not there for her, it's going to be my fault that she dies or, you know, this and that. Um, and it's just like it's just not a healthy way to be no you're right because like earlier on like cordelia hangs out with them and like doesn't really like them but like is hanging out with them i think for trauma bonding reasons and so i think you're right that there's that they are like well shit like we we've seen the end of the world like almost happen now um three times and almost five yeah Yeah, maybe even more and like we're always there together so like as a team we do this and we have to keep doing it and also if these people are the only other people who know what you know Mm -hmm. you can't go back to normal 
you need no. these people who understand exactly the depth exactly. of like the world around you like they do mm-hmm. people aren't aware of the demons <laughs> Right, like that's a big yeah. thing too when people are like when a new person comes in and ever and someone's like, "Hey, did you notice that that guy like is a vampire?" And they're yeah. all like, "Oh yeah, we got <laughs> like, a lot uh, to tell lot you." To... Yeah, <laughs> we got to catch up. you up on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like they're real, by the way. You know, it's like <laughs> these are the people on the inside who actually yeah. know the truth about like what Sunnydale is like. Yeah, so it's not a matter of them being, like, good friends to each other. It's just a matter of them, like, just being in the same situations together. Yeah. And, like, mistaking that for a friendship. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Yeah, like, if Willow and Tara, or even just, like, not even putting them together, if, like, you know, Willow went to college on her own and, like, had a chance to make her own friends, what would they look like? Yeah. Well, yeah, because like uh, Willow says something about because they're talking about where they're going to live next semester or whatever. And Willow's like, oh, I thought Buffy and I would be, you know, roommates until grad school and then like old ladies together. And like so she never thought that like she she first of all, she never thought that Buffy would find someone and like go start a family of her own. Right. And then. Willow never thought that she would find someone and go start a family of her own. Like, that thought never fucking occurred to her. Like, it's just crazy. But I guess, yeah, it's like once you're part of it, once you're part of, like, this kind of crazy thing, you're like... you just can't imagine anyone else, like, understanding enough. Yeah, how do you explain to your partner... Or not explain, like, how do you keep that stuff away from your partner without them knowing? And then you have to just, like have that like yeah like imagine being a cia agent and like what that's like with in like a marriage i can't even begin to imagine because you can't tell anyone anything i don't have to imagine it you know why kate yes because they made a little movie called true lies starring (laughs) jamie lee curtis and uh arnold schwarzenegger a a really good movie yeah it's exactly what it's like that's exactly what it's like that was a documentary about about my dad (laughs) about leslie's dad (laughs) jamie lee curtis doing a sexy dance in a hotel room yeah it's funny because yeah it didn't make me want to be a cia agent but it did make me want to put a cia agent's wife in a compromising position dad took me to see that in theaters when it came out and i was like that's fucked up what you did to me sir yeah (laughs) yeah that was a game changer for a generation yeah (laughs) what's the weirdest movie you've ever seen with your parents american hustle okay that's bad um (laughs) really bad a rocky horror picture show but i was just way too young Oh yeah, that's like weird. Rocky? That's pretty weird to watch with your with a I was I was like I was like The first one? No, not Rocky. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Horror Picture Show. Leslie, get it together. I only heard Rocky and I was like, what? (laughs) came out like the 70s. I I was like 11 (laughs) is the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing is like, it would have been fine, but I think my mom was kind of like, oh, this is wilder than I remember. (laughs) She just remembers being like a a late teen watching it, you know? Um, I watched, I have, okay, I watched 
leaving Las Vegas with my dad, which is like not a good Ooh. movie to watch with a dad. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not a, especially a sober dad. Yeah. Um <laughs> a a in recovery dad. <laughs> it's like why are we watching this? <laughs> um and then this is doing I, a me. I don't know how you feel watching. Yeah, this. I'm like, this is bad for both of us. Talk about it's trauma. Hard for me to watch, like watching this, yeah. this actually. Yeah. yeah, I know. And my dad has like really like dark, like gallows humor about recovery. I'm like, I c- can we not do this? Uh, um, okay. And then I okay, watched. What did I watch? Oh, I watched Mulholland Drive with my mom and my stepfather. Mm. And I Ooh, left the room no so many now. times. So many times. <laughs> I got go. I was like, I can't believe how many times I have to pee tonight. It's crazy. It's just, it's just <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Oh, uh, my parents took me to the first Terminator movie. And there's a really heavy sex scene in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think you see, I think you see full like Sarah Connor nipple. Uh-huh. Full nip. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. A full nip. Yeah. So. Not great. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's fine. It's like, I feel like I should be more chill about stuff like that. Thank you, America, for raising me to be a Puritan, you asshole. Because, <laughs> like, if we were French, we'd Thank be watching these movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Like, yeah. I'm nip. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> Honestly, like, I feel like. Ho, ho, ho. If I'm going to nip now. Yeah, exactly. If I ever had a kid, <laughs> I'd watch leaving Las Vegas. You'd watch Vegas. a knit movie yeah. with them? No. I w- that's why I'm never going to have a kid. This is confusing <laughs> territory. I, I tell I tell my mom that I am like the little queer boy I am today because we watched that movie too early. Oh, that's really, that, that's actually that really mom. sweet. Does your mom like that? Oh, yeah. I don't think she mind. Oh, good. Just, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I love you just the way you are. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, it's also, it's also your fault. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you you started this, so. But you did. That's true. Mom, I wasn't born this way. <laughs> yeah. I was made this way by you. Uh, well, Tony, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm, I'm going to end it there because I think that's a fucking hysterical way to end it. Yes. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Um, yeah, uh, check out my podcast. It's uh, It's called Minion Death Cult. It's Minion Death Cult everywhere you look. It's Woo! fun. We just kind of like do a deep dive into the wild world of internet comments, mostly pertaining to like news or current events. Um, and we just kind of expose like the, just like the murderous rantings of the nation. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, you just, it's pretty good time. You just let the stank out. Yeah. <laughs> You're airing out. You let, let the, out the laundry. stank out. We somehow make it, we somehow make it fun and uh, we, we have a good laugh a lot of the times. Nice. Um, but it's a good, good, it's good stuff. Um, that and uh, uh, I am, I am on Twitch these days uh, under Warriors Bond. I'm going to start my cooking stream tomorrow. Finally. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, I'll be, I'll be cooking every That's once fun. in a while on the old Twitch um and besides that i just watch like uh i watch food shows and make fun of the awful people who host them oh my god that sounds great it's it's, it's a good time (laughs) it's wonderful awesome uh well for us for here at the uh fangs factory headquarters yeah fangs (laughs) factory um you can catch our patreon you can look at our social networks or social accounts uh and catch you know get an episode on the podcatcher of your choice 
at fangs.zone. Check it the fuck out. Uh, and we'll uh, see you next time on yeah. Fangs for the Memories. See you, suckers. See you, suckers. <laughs> 